0: With a mission to help change how the world loves, it is easy to think that Coach Rihanna Mill has lofty ambitions. As a licensed mental health counselor and certified clinical trauma professional with more than 22 years of experience, Rihanna is skilled, skillfully qualified to help heal adults' unconsciousness their adversity, and past childhood events, and current love traumas. Rihanna guides her clients through the Mindset for Success program so they can create the life they desire and have the love they deserve. Welcome, Rihanna.
1: Thank you, Dr. Laika. Thanks for having me. Uh,
0: Thank you. I, I hear you were acclaimed as one of the 100 most successful women from around the world in June 2021.
1: Yes, from the Global Trade Chamber. I was really honored when they asked me, and now they have a book out. It's an international bestseller, and I hear it's sold in Target. I haven't seen it there yet, but it's really an honor to have been asked.
0: Fantastic. Now, you specialize in those having childhood trauma, how did you
1: get to do that? Did you have trauma yourself in childhood? Well, in 2021, the research shows 100% of us had childhood trauma. In 2012, when I did my research, I developed the childhood trauma checklist based on my experience with working with kids of trauma and adults. So I worked at every school grade level. From kindergarten all the way through college as a trauma SAC counselor, student assistance counselor. I worked in a mental health unit at a hospital with kids 5 through 19. I worked in a drug and alcohol teen rehab center and one for women and the prison system. And I had my own private practice. So I had lots of different ages, cultures, populations, and these top 10 traumas kept coming up. So for my own assessment tool to help my clients go back in time to see if they had trauma, I developed this list.
0: I'm going to stop you for a minute because I'm really curious of how trauma holds women back from having the life and love and their relationship that they really need. How
1: does trauma hold them back? Okay, so there's many different ways. There's over 24 combinations. And normally when people understand what the top 10 traumas are, then I say from trauma two and trauma seven, this happens. From this one and this one, this happens. So when they know what the 10 traumas are, right, from the checklist, then I ask what's happening in their current life. I put the puzzle together for them and say, because this happened, you had some abandonment in your past. This is why you're chasing men. Um, so it's really very individualized. I also have to look at the degree of trauma that occurred from one to 10 how severe was it? How many do they have? And how are they showing up?
0: Okay, so, so you talk about the top 10 traumas and stuff like that. Um, and we might not be able to cover all of them, but let's dive into a couple of them. Tell me about a couple of those traumas.
1: Well, all of them are very important. Uh, the first one, some are very obvious. Being a child with parents of addictions, and I named 12 addictions because I'm also an addictions therapist. Second one is verbal messaging. Not hearing the words, I love you, not hearing compliments, being a recipient of a lot of yelling and screaming. Third one, emotional abuse and neglect. Fourth, physical abuse, rape, molestation, inside or outside of the home. Five, abandonment, fault or no fault abandonment. Big difference. A no fault abandonment would be if a parent died early, had to go off and serve their country in war. Fault abandonment would be a parent's there but emotionally distanced, not involved, doesn't get involved with the child at all, barely talks to the child. Um, adoption, foster care. Uh, personal trauma is a huge one. Trauma seven, which means you were bullied uh, by peers or family members, made to feel not good enough, didn't measure up, you felt different in some way. Number nine is happening to all of us right now. It's community trauma because of the COVID pandemic. So this is what probably pushed childhood trauma to 100% of every human in the world is experiencing this. Um, The family trauma could be growing up with lack, living in a dangerous neighborhood, a lot of moves. Um, There's many things that fall under that. More community trauma would be our mother nature events, you know, losing communities by floods, fires, hurricanes, mudslides. We're seeing tons of this going on. Um, trauma 10 is having mental health issues in your mom or dad with the two most severe bipolar and borderline personality disorder. Very hard for a child to navigate around these, leaving a kid very anxious. So those are some of them.
0: Wow. That's a lot of trauma, a lot of trauma. And I understand where you're coming from.
1: Yeah. A lot of people equate trauma with what we call big T trauma. Like if you were born physically challenged or you ended up being in a horrible car accident as a child and had broken bones and that kind of thing. That exists, of course. But much of this on my list is what we call little T trauma. Those small emotional events that keep happening over time that really whittle away at uh, a person's self-esteem that gives them the negative messages that they can't measure up or they always fail or they're no, they're no good, you know, and this is what goes into adulthood and it tends to really wreak havoc in success levels and even success in relationships.
0: And I understand that really that that trauma causes destructive and self-sabotage patterns and dating business and everything else. Could you elaborate on that a bit?
1: Yes. Well, they're very different scenarios. So let's go into relationships first. Okay, because everyone wants to know, you know, why is divorce rate almost up to 60%? All right, because the childhood traumas aren't healed. When people fall in love by chemistry, which is how we're taught to fall in love from the nursery rhymes, kiss the handsome prince and you'll be happily ever after, this is a problem because your un- unconscious or subconscious wants to go with what's comfortable with what it knows, which we call norms. So you'll be attracted to the pattern that have you grew up with in your family. And that's what chemistry is. So people of trauma attract people of trauma. That's the first thing. So when control or jealousy comes up, that's usually the combination of trauma seven, personal trauma, not feeling good enough, and trauma two, verbal messaging, where you were told you'll amount to nothing, you're no good. Uh, Control means that, you know, you don't feel worthy enough of your partner. That's what jealousy is as well. Where's lying and manipulation come from? That could have been a little boy that had an alcoholic father. If he didn't do the right thing, he would have been beaten. So he had a 50-50 chance if he lied about something to get away with it. So he must have learned lying works. Or I get no love at home, so I will charm my teacher. So instead of getting a D, I'll get a C on my report card. Or I'll get love and attention by being the class clown. Kids will like me because I make them laugh. So all these personality developments actually form from the child as a way for them to cope, from their childhood minds and their, you know, their their life. And again, childhood trauma is not our fault. It happens to us. And the research shows that childhood trauma goes through at least three generations. Right. So if you had trauma, your parents came from trauma and so did their parents. A lot of women do what we call people pleasing. This also comes from having a very difficult parent. Let's say a mom that yelled and screamed a lot. Let's say the older sibling, a daughter would do everything to keep the house orderly, get her siblings up, ready for school, out to the bus bed. That way they didn't hear all the yelling and screaming that day. So her pattern is I get love by doing everything perfect and pleasing them. And then I hear if a couple comes in, I work with singles and couples, but very often I hear a woman say, I'm so burnt out. I love my husband and my children. I do everything for them. They do nothing for me. And they feel burnt out and resentful. And that's a people-pleasing pattern that we have to break. So, unhealed—just to paraphrase—unhealed
0: trauma is responsible for a lot of things in people's lives. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. It, it it really is the behavioral pattern that really determines a lot of what people do. It it really is one of those those key things, if not the key things, in people's lives.
1: Yeah. And one of the, the major thing leading to toxic relationships is any form of abandonment, fault or no fault. Uh, that leads to codependency, holding on too tight. It leads to toxic cycles of breaking up, getting back together, breaking up uh, because the craving for love is deeper and more important to the soul and the psyche than the, the rational mind saying, I know he's no good for me, but I'd rather be with him than be alone. Yeah. So abandonment is a big cause of these toxic repetitive patterns in relationship. The research shows this break up, get back together cycle happens seven times
0: cool.
1: so and that's just that's relationships i haven't hit, even hit on business yet, Dr like
0: I know <laughs> so. you have it i that's just the you know we could talk on these topics for hours, like, yeah you know you're a fount of knowledge, and mm-hmm. yeah you are so wonderful, but now let's touch on business for a minute.
1: Sure. Okay. So let's say uh, what had happened during COVID, for example. So a, lot of people, a lot of people were laid off and come home and say, I'm going to start my own business online. And then they get so far and they get scared and stop. Or they're like, wow, I put it out there. Nobody's coming. Um, and they won't invest in themselves. They won't invest in the coach they need to get to the next level. Like when I did a podcast, I, you know, I hired a podcast coach. I hired a business coach for a year to help me go from a local office as a psychotherapist to a global coach that takes a lot of skill. It's not easy so that. Lack mindset is from trauma nine coming from the family. You might've heard, we don't have enough money for that. You're selfish for asking for that. Or, you know, just growing up afraid, not having the confidence to invest in yourself. So people will get so far and then they feel stuck and they're afraid to go any further. That's one pattern. It also could be the tyrant boss, you know, that's yelling and screaming at their employees or that employees that super competitive to be noticed and to win the awards. And they'll do anything to sabotage you or make you feel bad about yourself. So they have an edge. Um, So that we would call the difficult employee. (laughs) So it can show up in many different ways. And let's look at that severe tie between work and relationship. If you're unhappy at home, you go into work miserable and you tend to make everyone else miserable. If you're not happy at work, you hate what you do, you have a boss that makes you feel less than, you bring that home to your partner. So one definitely feeds into the other. Yeah, and I you know, I think
0: out in the business world out there and in the real world, that's a dichotomy. I mean, people talk about business coaches, people talk about life coaches. They talk about this, but really, I think People have to have it all together in all spheres to live a complete and wonderful life. They can't have a fantastic life by having a great business life and being divorced 52 times and having everything go wrong in their personal lives.
1: Well, let's talk about that scenario. Why does they divorce 15 times? Well, because they could have grown up with abuse and been very sensitive to it. It's like, I'm not handling this. I'm out of here. Which, if anyone's being abused, they really should leave the relationship if that partner does not want to try and work on things. No one should be in an abusive relationship. But let's look at someone like Oprah, who grew up with incredible childhood trauma, right? And she became very successful in business because she was determined in her mindset, I will not live like this anymore. You know, and she took her pain Similar to me, I took my pain and made it my passion and my purpose. Your original question, did I have childhood trauma? Yes. Did I have love trauma? Yes. And that's what led me to the research. When I went to school for applied clinical and counseling psychology, the word childhood trauma did not exist. Okay, nor did love trauma. We didn't learn about that. So 11 years into my business, when I went into a love trauma and my ex looks at me, goes, I don't know why I sabotage everything I love. I don't know what's the matter with me. And I looked at him and said, I don't know either, but I'm going to figure it out. So we had a whole secret life. Our life on the surface was incredible. We had an amazing, fun life, but he had a whole secret life, which we called Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So that led me to the research because when I went to seven therapists, none of them could help me. Most of them being my friends, knowing us as a couple, it's like, I have no idea what he's doing and why. So none of this was explained to us therapists. And that's why a lot of people come to me. It's like my therapist can't help me. And I said, I get why we didn't learn about this. Okay, so then I went on to be certified as a trauma specialist. And this is when it led to my research. And over a couple of years, and then I created the coaching programs that I do. But it is very specialized. And until we heal these deeper traumas, they're going to keep showing up. Like my oldest client came to me at 73. He was wonderful. you know, But his first session, he was crying. He goes, my fourth wife divorced me. I'm going to die alone. I don't know what's the matter with me. I was an alcoholic. I was a gambler. But I stopped that. The problem was the personality and the norms remained, right? So we had to break all those habits and the unsubconscious things going on. And now he's been with the lady five years. He goes, I've been happier than I've ever been in my life. And I have this incredible woman with me. They used to travel all the time and send me their pictures from their cruises. It's great. You know, so everybody has their own wounds. So that's why, like I said, it's a very individual healing process,
0: yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, you've gotten to the top of this understanding people in all this. And so on. I'm going to turn the tables a little bit and ask you how you got there so that others can maybe a woman out there would like to follow in your footsteps. You but mean as life, far
1: as launching my business globally?
0: Launch, launching your business globally. Oh, how sure. you got to be where you are because you know, people are watching the show and they're getting little tidbits of that. They're hearing about Trump. But there's some that are actually looking, geez, this is a lady that's one of the most successful businessmen in the world. What can I
1: learn from her? How, how did she get there? Can I follow in her footsteps? Sure. I mean, it takes what my dad taught me was a lesson when I was very young. It's called the lesson of the seven D's. He goes, babe, if you have the seven D's, you can do anything. The first thing is decide. Very important. Decide without any doubt what it is you want to do, because once you've bought into that decision, the next one is desire it. Desire it more than anything. You know, make sure this is like something you really want because it's it's a deeper mission. Like I said I went through childhood and love trauma. It was a deep mission for me to educate the world like people need to know about this because nobody heard of the words. As a matter of fact, I had another therapist said, you're making it up. It's not in the dsm 4 And I said, oh, it's out there. You're going to see. This will be all over the place in a couple of years. But it starts with someone starting the education. So I was talking about it and talking about it. Now it's all over the place. Um, so it's, you know, that. And then the dedication to making it work. Like I work 12, 14-hour days, seven days a week to build my educational program. I've written seven books. You know, that's dedication. Um, it's it's not easy. Nothing is handed to you. You can't go from A to Z overnight. And you have to be really patient with the process. I do, with my Mindset for Success, have a very solid goal-setting system I've been using since my 20s to make my goals come to fruition, right? Another D is... Um, Devotion, which is spiritual faith and belief in yourself and the process that this will happen, you know, and uh, next one is dare to dream. And my dad says, and dream big. How big do you want to go? You know, and I had these certain landmarks. One was to be involved with Forbes, be on the cover of Forbes, and I got that recently. So, you know, what are your dreams? And the next one would be the drive, (laughs) When it gets tough, and it will, and expect it, because we're in this earth school to be challenged, you have to have the drive to keep going. So um, the seven days were an important lesson to me. And in my book, Live Beyond Your Dreams, I go into this mindset work even more. It's not easy. Any coach that's really made it at the top of their game, and my daughter is one of them, she also worked 12-hour days. It's Nothing's handed to you.
0: You know what they- I in our society, some people believe or have come to believe, you know, that you can make it without the effort. And I, I think that's, wrong. I, I think the effort yeah. always has to be there.
1: Remember, when you're competing gonna... with the world, right? You're out oh, there exactly. globally. It's not just a local practice anymore. So, Definitely. and I hired 12 coaches along the way, you know, every step. It's like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to go from a local office to global. So I hired one of the best business and speech coaches that's out there, Lisa Satchevich, you know, so I hired the best I could find with the most credentials and uh, really believed in that investment was going to pay off for me. And it has.
0: Well, we're almost at the end, yeah. Right? How can people get in touch with you and maybe your programs and where can they find your books?
1: OK, well, the best place to start is my website and it's my name, Brianna Milne.com. And on there, you can get the first 60 download pages of Live and Love Beyond Your Dreams. You can take the four free love tests as singles and couples and see if a childhood trauma is applying to you. You can also get the free ebook on my site about how to have the love you deserve, and it goes more into childhood trauma. And of course, my podcast, "Lessons in Life and Love" with Cotriana Milne. I have 108 shows right now uh, and building. And my YouTube channel is like 250 educational audios and tapes. Cool. And if you need
0: a guest for your show, I have an interesting story. I might be able to help you along the way too with some of the things I've learned. Okay. Great. Well, thank you so much. This you're is you're welcome.
1: Thank you one for of having my me. best
0: shows ever. You are amazing. Keep up the fantastic work.
1: Thank you. I just want to encourage everyone. Now's the time. Create the life you desire and have the love you deserve. Don't wait. You're worth it. Have
0: a fantastic day. Thank you. Bye for now. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Did you know that you can get a free copy of Dr. Leica's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life? Yep. Just visit 13gpnow.ca and we'll send it right to you. That's the number 13, gpnow.ca. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. We'll see you next week. Have a fantastic day.